0: My guest today is Jamie McBride. Jamie joins us from the Philippines. He is the director of OptiBPO and he's in the Philippines today to talk to us about his work in offshoring and outsourcing. Jamie, welcome to the program.
1: Yeah, thank you, Wayne. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, Jamie, tell us why the Philippines?
1: Look, Wayne, for me, I've been around the outsourcing marketplace for a long time uh, from a consulting perspective and a managed service perspective. And for me, the Philippines is the only choice now. Uh, it's easily the largest and for knowledge-based outsourcing uh, as a market that's $22 billion uh, and growing. So it's a it's a large, mature market that, that we just truly really think is the, the global leader.
0: Now, I would have thought that India was the global leader.
1: Yeah, well, look, India's still good at certain things, particularly in the IT space, and the Philippines is probably a little bit behind. But in knowledge-based outsourcing, which is a lot of what we do, the majority of what we do, uh, the Philippines has leapt ahead of India with better retention rates, um, better costing uh, and better attraction of capability for, for our mind.
0: And Jamie, does the Philippines have an economy that is solid enough to support an investment by a Western firm into outsourcing there?
1: Yeah, Look, recent research just released a couple of weeks ago said that the, the Philippines is now the 10th fastest growing economy in the world, which is which is fairly amazing given that it's, it is coming off an okay base. It's the second fastest growing in Asia. The fastest growing now is Laos, which is coming off a really low base. So really in terms of the more mature developing economies, um, the Philippines is the fastest growing in Asia at around 6.8% um, GDP growth. Interestingly though, even with that growth, people have concerns around labour costs and increased labour costs. Labor costs have remained fairly static for the last couple of years, and there's not a whole lot of upward pressure. Um, This is helped out by the fact that the government has a high level of support for this as an industry, um, regardless of what some of the media might say about the Filipino government.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the government, because I noticed in the media there has been a lot of coverage lately and criticism of the current president. What's your view about the risk in the Philippines?
1: Yeah, from an outsourcing perspective, uh, the risk is not having any impact on us. Uh, the, the Philippines is a country of over 100 million people, over 1,000 islands. Sure, there's parts in the southern part of one of those 1,000 islands, of one of the larger islands, where there has been some issues. Uh, look, those issues are a matter of history. I'm not here to argue about that history, but it's been having for a long period of time, down towards Indonesia and Malaysia. Uh, It's been isolated. Uh, It has flared up recently, but it's not really impacting on the the big BPO locations of Manila, uh, Clark Angeles and Cebu, which are a fair distance from that and really aren't seeing any of the output of those issues.
0: Now, we've heard in the media also about human rights violations and extrajudicial killings linked to the war on drugs. Is this something that needs to concern people?
1: Yeah, I think in the, in the larger metropolitan areas, this, this really isn't impacting. But again, the, the Philippines is a country of 110 million people. I, I don't want to negate or gloss over the fact that the, the, these sort of issues are real and they do impact on people. But again, if you look through the United States, Australia, the UK, uh, there's, there's, there's other issues as well that happen in those countries, uh, be it, uh, you know, Aboriginals in Australia, Black Lives Matter in the, in the US, other things in the UK. Uh, we all have our own domestic issues that we're working through. Um, some people might not agree with the Philippines government approach to some of those issues, uh, but 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 for us it's really not impacting on outsourcing or offshoring as an industry.
0: Jamie, I know that some businesses are concerned about outsourcing into Asia and having to deal with a second language other than English. What's your view about English in the Philippines?
1: Well, look, English is the language of the Philippines. Uh, It's the third largest English language-speaking country in the world. All of the laws, legislation and courts run on English. Kids learn English at school from an early age. It's not English as a second language. So they're starting from a great baseline. There's around a 93% literacy rate. So there's around 90 English language speakers in the Philippines compared to around 60 million in the UK. So there's more English language speakers here than in the UK and a lot more than Australia.
0: That's an extraordinary finding. It must rank very highly in the world.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the uh, third largest English language speaking country in the world, which again shocks a lot of people and clients and friends when I when I let them know that. But uh, yeah, third in the world.
0: Jamie, what about adopting technology and social media? Is this a third world backwater in terms of the internet and social media?
1: Yeah, look, I think that's one of the really um, interesting things that you know, 110 million people, around 400,000 university graduates a year. The average age of the Philippines is 22, which is such so an extremely young population. They're the 10th largest user of Facebook in the world, the sixth largest user of Twitter. I bring those numbers up just to demonstrate to the fact that not only are they young, um, they're getting, they're highly educated, they're qualified, they're capable, and they're engaging in new technologies. In the end, all of our businesses are getting out there looking in innovative ways to do that. Uh, And I think that those statistics um, demonstrate the fact that that is absolutely the case here.
0: Jamie, when you say they're young, is this different to the rest of the world?
1: Yeah, on on average, the Philippines and, you know, Vietnam is fairly young as as well. Um, But but if you look at countries like Australia, we've got a growing and ageing population, uh, well above 22 as a, as a uh, average age, increasing every year. Having that young pool of talent to be able to support that older generation in our home countries is critical and that's what the Philippines can provide.
0: Jamie, sometimes outsourcing gets criticised by people who say that this is stealing jobs and exploiting third-world underpaid workers. What's your view?
1: Yeah, look, I think that's absolute nonsense, Wayne. You know, we, we live in a global world. world knowledge is global. Uh, Australian businesses that are embracing this, and it's not leading edge, it's not ahead of the curve. Uh, this is a mature business strategy at doing it to generate more value uh, in their home countries. If we look at this as a mature strategy that for the last 10 years has really started to take off, we haven't seen unemployment rise in Australia, we've seen a change in the jobs mix, and we haven't seen uh, unemployment decrease in the Philippines. Both countries are in a situation where the rising tide floats all boats. We're all coming up to a different level. We're all working out different ways to operate, and that is creating success for everyone. And for me, I think that's a fantastic outcome, not only for businesses in Australia, New Zealand and Europe, but for the Philippines and the world at large.
0: Now, Jamie, your catchphrase is you will work with clients onshore to ensure their offshore success. If you were to visualise your perfect client... What would they look like? Who should come and talk to you about doing this?
1: Well, I think the opportunity is open for a range of businesses. Uh, I don't think anyone's truly excluded from this as a strategy. Uh, We always talk about the fact there's the like-for-like replacement, but there's also taking certain activities uh, and pushing them to an offshore layer or building new and exciting services. So for every organisation, if you think through those areas, there there is an opportunity there for for everyone. Lots of people are embracing it. There's a long way to go, Uh, and and I think that it should be part of your consideration in your business strategy mix.
0: Jamie, I know the Philippines is a big country, and as you said, a thousand-odd islands. Where should customers locate if they're looking at outsourcing in the Philippines?
1: Yeah, look, there's lots of locations people are outsourcing and offshoring to, but for me, the big three are Manila, Clark, and Cebu, but... Out of those three, the two really that I like to focus in on are Manila and Clark. Manila is the national capital region, it's the capital of the Philippines. It has 22 million people, um, a couple of main CBD areas that are focused on outsourcing and offshoring, uh, and 22 million people in what is one of the most densely populated greater city regions in the world. So it's a fantastic catchment area for a range of highly capable skill sets uh, with an international airport you know, that the, the supports uh, the US, Europe and Australia. The other location, Clark, 80 kilometres north of uh, Manila, with over 380 foreign companies and a catchment area of around 3 million people. It's also a great choice. Uh, The choice that you decide between the two is based on customer requirement, the sort of skill sets that you're looking for and the functions that you're looking to build. It also has an international airport, so it's great, you can access it from Hong Kong, Singapore and South Korea, uh, or, or via a stop from Europe, the US. Uh, and Australia, or you can just drive up the road. It's 80 kilometres from Manila, so if you need to go between the two, uh, not that big a deal. For me, though, they're the two key locations we find are the best choices.
0: And, Jamie, how do people get hold of you if they're interested?
1: Yeah, look, um, my contact details will come up on the screen, but Jamie.mcBrian at optum2.com. Shoot me an email or look at our website, optibpo.com. It's got a contact form on there as well as our general office details and some explanation on how we work.
0: Jamie McBrien, Director of OptiBPO, it's been a pleasure having you join us today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Wayne. Thanks for having me.